Hey, what's going on, my good people? This your boy, Antoine Smith, Smith, Sports Machine. Y'all know how I do it. I'd like to give it to y'all from a different angle. I've been away for a while, and I tend to do that. But trust me, I've been working. Uh, if you don't believe me, go to my YouTube channel, Smitty Sports Machine, or go to my blog on WordPress.com, Smitty Sports Machine, and you will see what I've been doing. <clears throat> I never take a time away from sports because sports is life. And I can talk sports till my face turn blue. But enough about me. I hope y'all doing good out there, man, listening to my podcast. And those who have supported me from day one, I just want to say thank you and thank you and thank you. And I can't say it enough. Because uh, without you, there's no me, there's no show. So thank you for your support. And keep helping me achieve my dream or bring sports at a high level. But let's get into these hot topics. But I'm going to do my rundown first, and then we'll get into my hot topics for the week. Let's start in the NFL. Jacksonville Jaguars linebacker Tevin Smith will sit out the season due to personal issues. Oof, that's a long story there. I'll get a little bit into that later give y'all my thoughts on that. But let's keep it rolling. The Seahawks terminate the contracts of Cam Chancellor and Doug Baldwin, longtime Seahawks. Now, if y'all don't know, uh, actually Cam Chancellor retired after the 2017 season after suffering a horrific neck injury, you know, <clears throat> that cost him his career. Uh, they terminate Doug Baldwin. Uh, he was also dealing with injuries who has said that he is contemplating retirement, but is not sure. i tell you this. Uh, Doug Baldwin, an eight-year veteran, and if he decides to play again and is able to play again, uh, I think he'll be a valuable asset to a team, you know, that needs a slot receiver because Doug Baldwin is one of the slickest dudes that I've ever seen run the football route. Uh, under six feet. Uh, can rank any route on the route tree. And players like that you don't find every day. You have young players in the NFL who still can't do what he does uh, because he knows the game of football so well. So if he plans to come back, I hope he gets on a team that can really utilize his talent to the fullest potential. Arizona Cardinals signed Kyler Murray to his rookie deal. Four years, nearly $36 million. Uh, signing bonus, $23.59 million. Man, he made the right decision because, uh, if you remember, he, he had a signing bonus for the Oakland A's of $4.1 million. So, that is a $20 million upgrade, and it seems like he made the right decision. Now, all he has to do is follow through, uh, transition to the NFL, and I think he'll be fine. If you don't remember, he won the Heisman Trophy last year at Oklahoma, second straight Oklahoma quarterback to do so. So, I think um, the Cardinals made the right decision, and to be honest, I think they they had a pretty good draft that no one's talking about. I'm going to get into that a little bit also later, later on in the show about Kyler Murray, because uh, I, want, I got some thoughts on that as well. Uh, speaking of Seahawks cutting contracts, they cut a couple of those contracts because uh, 
one they're injured and one is retired and one may not come back. So they signed Zeke Ansa, uh former Lions defensive end, to a one-year deal. Uh, this is also a great signing, but the question is, can Ansa stay healthy? That's been his his issue through his whole career, staying healthy, you know, through a full 16-game season. The New England Patriots have snatched Ben Watson out of retirement by signing the tight end to a one-year deal. And it's not a surprise because uh, he was one of Tom Brady's favorite targets. You know, wow. He was with New England Patriots. And, you know, it gives Tom Brady a safety blanket safety blanket that he's comfortable with. So it's a very good signing for the New England Patriots. Let's switch to this NBA. Uh, the Trailblazers forced a game seven after 119-108 win over the Denver Nuggets. Man, this has been a good series. Uh, maybe one of the better series I've seen in a while. Damian Lillard had 32 points, five assists, three rebounds. CJ McCollum chipped in with 30 points, three assists, and six rebounds. Before I go on, that is one of the best backcourts that does get not get any credit in the NBA. Uh, the game is totally the same to me, which is why I think, you know, they can't, you know, play to their full potential. If they, if, put it like this, if one person takes the helm, and it'll be hard to do because their games are so similar, um, I can see this team, you know, being at a championship caliber level in the next two to three years. But that's only if they get the right pieces around them. Seems like they're getting there, but they're just missing that it that it factor from a couple of positions on the floor. Mainly, you know, the small forward position, which I still think they need, you know, a swing man that can, you know, put the ball in the basket under the rim. Now, Rodney Hood, also 25 points, 4 rebounds. And I got one question. What was this Rodney Hood at last year in Cleveland? I mean, was it, you know, can't say it was LeBron because LeBron was passing, but was it the atmosphere that he was playing in? Because in Portland, it seems that Rodney Hood could be that guy that I was just speaking on. But game seven, I think uh, think it would be a great game. Uh I'm going to pick Denver to take it at home. But trust me, Portland will fight to the last, to the clock hit zero. I can see that. Uh, Jokic is probably one of the most underrated young players in the game, in the NBA. And <clears throat> a lot of people joke about his body frame, but you don't have to have muscles to put the ball in the hoop. Trust me, that's all, that's all I got to say. As long as you have the skill to play basketball, looks don't matter. 76 is forced to gain seven also with the Toronto Raptors. Jimmy Butler had 25 points, six rebounds, eight assists. Ben Simmons, 21 points, eight rebounds, six assists. Joel Embiid, 17 points, 12 rebounds. Let me say this quick, right quick. And I've said this over and over again. And you can go to my Facebook page and you'll see exactly what I'm saying. If Ben Simmons can put up this kind of Offensive production, night in, night out, 76ers would easily be contending for a title. Easily. Because, truth be told, the winner of this series will give the Bucks a hell of a 
Eastern Conference Finals. I mean, Milwaukee may make it to the finals, but if the Sixers can come playing at the level that they played last night, uh, that would be easily be a seven-game series. And to be honest, I would take Philadelphia. Even though I think Milwaukee is real strong and they're playing on a high level, but if the Sixers get this kind of production out of Ben Simmons, they could be a championship-caliber team. And I've said that on numerous occasions. Ben Simmons is the, is the weak link. If he can pick it up offensively, ain't nothing this team can do. Golden State Warriors for it. Kevin Durant suffers a calf strain and will miss the rest of the Rocket series. And to be honest, the way he plays his game, I think uh, he won't be right for the rest of the playoffs, which means I think he should assist the rest of the playoffs. Uh, it seems like the Warriors came alive when he came out of the game. Klay uh, Thompson, Steph Curry, they look like the old, them old selves. Uh, carrying the Warriors towards the end of that game five. Look, I don't care what y'all say. Kevin Durant will leave Oakland, but Klay Thompson is the most important factor leaving Oakland. He plays well with Steph Curry, with Draymond Green. And before Kevin Durant got there, they were just fine. So, Klay Thompson is more important to me than Kevin Durant leaving or going to state. If Kevin Durant stays, Klay Thompson leaves. The Warriors dynasty is done. Simple as that. That's how I'm going to put it, and I'm going to leave it at that. Just remember I said that, though. We have LeBron James trade rumors. I'm going to get into my thoughts on that also. That would be one of my topics to talk about during the show. Um, Boogie Cousins plans to return before the playoff end. Why? I mean, why? Why would you rush back? The Warriors win the title. You get a ring. I know it may feel like a cheat ring, but it's a ring. Think about the teams that didn't take a chance on you to sign you. You got injured, couldn't help it. Heal fully, get your contract in the offseason. That's all I got to say. Simple as that. Heal your body so you can return to full strength. Get your max deal this summer. Just let it, just let it go. They get a ring, you get a ring. There you go. Uh, my final topic is uh, Oakland A's pitcher Mike Fears throws a no-hitter for the A's. Nine innings, six strikeouts, two walks. And it's the first no-hitter of 2019. Uh, when I come back, I'm going to get into my first topic. Uh, Jaguars linebacker Tevin Smith will sit out 2019. I'll give y'all my reason why I think he will. I'll be right back, my people. This is former Tampa Bay Buccaneer, big game, James Canada. And when I need to get my sports fix, I tune into Smitty Sports Machine. What's up, what's up? I'm back, I'm back, I'm back. 
I want to give a shout out to my boy uh, James Canada, former NFL defensive tackle, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Indianapolis Colts. Big supporter of mine, man. Been supporting me for a couple of years. And, man, I appreciate you, dog. But let's get into this uh, quick conversation about Jacksonville Jaguars linebacker Tevin Smith, uh, who will sit out the 2019 season. Uh, He's a Pro Bowl linebacker. uh, Been in the league for a while now. And um, I think, you know, he's a little bit shook. Uh, It may be personal reasons at home. Or, you know, to be honest, I think it could be the team who is uh, making him sit out. Because um, I've heard rumors of him being, you know, traded. So, I guess it rubbed him the wrong way and he had a spat with management. But, this is a year in football that you won't get back. Uh, It lets you recover another year, but... Think about it. You got to come back um, and no telling what the team will look like if you come back to Jacksonville. Uh, it will be definitely, you know, a transition type thing because uh, five years in the NFL, you know, and you've been around certain people those five years in the league. But think about this, man. If it isn't that, if it isn't nothing personal or mentally that you can do, you know, to change your mind about this, I suggest you do it. Because uh, playing in the NFL, I say it all the time, playing in the NFL is a blessing. And for you to just sit out and hold out on your teammates for a whole season, like I said, if it's a personal reason, trust me, I understand. But if, if it's something that you can prevent, something that you can help, go ahead and get help. I thought about this. Is it a Josh Gordon situation where he has substance abuse, uh, drug drug abuse, or some kind of withstanding trouble that he has, you know, maintaining his mental health? If it's that, trust me, I understand you should sit out the whole season. Is it, you know, the NFL may find something out that he's done that he's trying to avoid? Maybe, but they're going to find out one way or another. That's why they have an investigative team. Also, if you have a problem with your organization, you knew that they, you were on the train block, they were going to trade you, maybe you should have went to the ownership, or owner and management and said, y'all are going to trade me, let me know ahead of time, you know, so I can do what I need to do to get myself together, but, you know, a lot of players, their feelings get hurt. They're traded without being, you know, told or acknowledged that they're getting traded. And it could be one of those type situations. But whatever the situation is, there's always a better way to go about it than doing, you know, just sitting up. Because I don't know if they're going to pay him or not. And I'm sure he's made a good boatload of money, you know, five years in the NFL, going into his sixth season. Sure, he's made enough money to survive. uh, But... Like I said, that's in the NFL that you won't get back. I hope this turns out well for him, but things like this make me wonder, is it the organization or is it him? Well, that's my quick thought on that. 
when I come back, I'm going to stay in the NFL. And I'm going to go look into the Calamari, you know, signing uh, four-year deal, four-year deal, nearly $36 million. That is a lot of money for a rookie. Fully guaranteed contract. Now, if y'all pay attention, when they started back changing the quarterbacks, well, the number one overall pit scale, when they changed it, it started at $22 million fully guaranteed. Now it's jumped all the way up to 36 Will this be a problem going down the road? I'll let you know. Stay tuned. What's going on? It's your man, Raphael Haynes, a.k.a. Mr. Controversy. Did you miss me? It's a must that you keep it locked here on the Sports Machine Podcast. My man, Smitty Smitty. Yeah. What's up, my good people? I'm back, I'm back. Um, I want to give a quick shout-out to my boy, Raphael Haynes, three-point conversion. A uh, big supporter of mine, and I greatly appreciate it. Uh, he's a guy that's, you know, up and coming in the industry. He's giving his 100 each and every day, and I applaud him for that. He had me on his show, and let me tell you, if you don't bring your A-game and you're not ready to discuss sports, don't even bother. Because you would not beat this guy in debate. This guy is is the Hulk Hogan of debates. Uh, he will beat you into the ground <laughs> until he proves his point. But nonetheless, he knows his sports. Now, check him out on all platforms. Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at 3 Point Conversion Sports. Give him a look. Because he always says, fans' opinions matter. And that is the truth. That is his motto. And I agree with that. But go check out 3 Punk Conversion. Tell me your boy Smith is sent you. But I want to talk right quick about Kyler Murray. Uh, Cardinal signed a rookie quarterback to a four-year, $36 million deal, $24 million guaranteed. You wonder why he chose <laughs> football over baseball? $20 million reasons. Um, I think it was a great pick. Uh, I didn't agree with it at first because I felt like Quentin Williams was the best player in the draft. Uh, and you can always build on defense. But quarterbacks run the league, so I understood why he did it. Now, the Ricky pay scale, $36 million. If you remember back in 2011, I think it was, when Cam Newton came in the league, uh, the rookie pay scale was only $22 million, but it was fully guaranteed. The biggest rookie contract uh, to date is Sam Bradford, $78 million back in 2010. And he dropped the NFL blind. Yes, I said it because I definitely believe that because he can't stay healthy. But uh, <clears throat> the rookie pay scale... Um, it's getting up and it will keep rising and it will end right back up where it was with Sam Bradford. But the only thing is now rookie uh, first overall picks, their whole contracts are fully guaranteed. That's why players fight for that number one spot because those contracts are fully guaranteed. Whatever they sign, fully guaranteed. And you will get a boatload of money up front. But 
I love that Cliff Kingsbury took a chance on Kyler Murray. Uh, not often do you find a Heisman winning quarterback that can run and pass. Um, 4,000 yards passing, 1,000 yards rushing. Him and only Deshaun Watson were the only two college quarterbacks to ever do that. Uh, he averaged 300 yards <laughs> a game passing, and that's that's crazy for the college level. But if you know what you want to do as a team, have your system together, and you have the right quarterback to run that system, I think it will flow smoothly. Now, there will be some bumps and bruises along the way, but I think he would be the type to transition well. You have a all, uh, fuck all stuff. You have a Hall of Fame receiver in Larry Fitzgerald there in his first year to help him ease to help ease him into the NFL. So, if you have that type veteran with the type of weapons that Cliff Kingberry drafted, uh, he he still hasn't signed Andy Isabella or Hakeem Butler, but. Those are two weapons that could go with, you know, the weapon that he already has with Christian Kirk, Larry Fitzgerald, and David Johnson. Now, David Johnson is maybe the X factor in all this. If David Johnson can go back to form from 2016, all oh, the Cardinals will turn around real quick because they have Chandler Jones on defense. They drafted Zach Allen, you know, out of Boston College, who was a Probably a late first round, early second round pick. Fell all the way to them in the third round. Um, I think he fit well with Chandler Jones. So, I think, like I said, Kyler Murray. I love what Kyler King, Cliff Kingsbury is trying to do. And I think it will work. How quick would they mesh? That I don't know. But, those are my quick thoughts on Kyler Murray signing with the Arizona Cardinals. Um, when I come back. I got to talk some LeBron James. No, I'm not skipping Shannon, but I got to do it because this is bugging me. But y'all hear my thoughts on those LeBron James trade rumors. I'll be right back. What's going on, everybody? It's Mike Patton, a.k.a. The General, SportsAwakening.com, and you're tuned in to Smitty Sports Machine and my boy, Antoine Smitty Smith. Hey, what's up, my good people? I'm back, I'm back, I'm back. Um, I want to give a quick shout out. You know, man, I have tons of support all across the U.S. Um, East Coast, West Coast, North, South, everywhere. And man, I, like I said, I just like to thank everybody, man. Mike Patton, also one of my biggest supporters, man. Check him out at sportsawakening.com. If you want an opinionated writer, this is your guy. Sportsawakening.com. Go to Twitter and you will catch all of his latest articles. This kid can write from sports to drama, to anything. If he puts his mind to it, he can write a movie. Trust me when I tell you. <laughs> Trust me. But, I got to talk right quick about LeBron James and the rumors that are going around that he could be traded. Now, he put out 
you know, something on the press that said he was disappointed that Magic, you know, resigned and didn't inform him. Um, but I can understand that because he's one of those type players, you know, you're building an organization around him. Uh, he's a star player that you were out there the whole time. Uh, he made plans to play for the Lakers. Uh, you made promises you didn't stick to. And LeBron James, um, now, there are rumors are going around that he could possibly be traded, that um, there are people inside the organization uh, trying to push Gina Buzz to trade him. Uh, but when you have one of the best players, maybe the best player in the league, um, how do you trade, you know, a superstar like LeBron James? That's just like going back to the 1990s and saying, we're going to trade Michael Jordan to, let's just say Sacramento. You just don't do it. Uh, what you do, go back to the drawing board, find out what you need to do, who you can bring in, who you can get him to recruit, to play alongside him. Um, perfect example, Kyrie Irving. Pay, played together in Cleveland, uh, won a title back in 2016, and I think he compliments, you know, LeBron games well. They know each other. They played together for a while, so they know each other. You look into, you know, a player like that, see can you get him to come to L.A., play with LeBron, find a way to rebuild that franchise. If you trade LeBron, not only will you ruin that franchise, but you will disappoint your fans, uh, you will tarnish the organization's uh, story, you know, what they stand for if you trade a player like LeBron James. Uh because, I mean, to be honest, there's no way around this. Uh, the longer those talks go on, the more possibility of it happening. Uh, Jeannie Buss, uh, I don't know what you got going on. Uh, you need to talk to Phil or somebody. But um, I think you're making a huge mistake about, you know, putting certain people in front of a position that shouldn't be there. And one of my buddies said it point blank plank plain range if you got Kurt Rambis around there making you know calling shots you already feel point blank so they have to get together I don't give a damn who is with if you got a three time championship player on your roster and you don't know how to build around him maybe you should go talk to him not somebody you know who really, you know, isn't knowledgeable about, you know, working contracts or building rosters such as the Kirk Ramis or the GM, uh, the new GM, I forgot his name, I really don't care. But um, to trade the best player in the world is just ridiculous, point blank. And you can look at it, you can talk crap about me, I don't care. It's just ridiculous. And if the media keeps blowing this up, like I said, it will happen. Now, maybe LeBron did make a mistake now going to the wrong L.A. team. Maybe he should have thought about the Clippers. Because if you look at the Clippers and what they have, what are they missing? A championship caliber player. If he went to the Clippers, we would not be having this conversation. 
Maybe the Clippers would still be in the playoffs. They have a great roster of young talent, have a championship coach in Doc Rivers, something that LeBron has never had. Yeah, that's what you need to look into. Maybe you can ship him next door for maybe uh, the rookie point guard that they had last year, Alexander, and maybe a first-round pick. And who else? Um, Well, they really don't have, you know, a name that anybody would want. But if you're going to give away LeBron James, work in a a three-team trade, Clippers, and find a way to get him. Because uh, if he's going to stay in L.A., Clippers is where he should have been. Point blank. But I just had to speak on that because, I mean, it's just ridiculous. It's just ridiculous. But those are my quick thoughts on the LeBron James trade uh, rumors. And it really pissed me off, so I'm sorry if I sound a little bit upset. But it's crazy. Come on, man. LeBron James, come on. But those are my quick thoughts on that. Um, I'll be right back to close out the show and uh, give y'all my outlets to social media where y'all can catch me. I'll be right back. Hey, folks, I'm back. Y'all know how to do it. But I've come to the end of this episode, episode 32. been a great show man I I always you know love talking sports man like I said I love giving my opinions very opinionated a lot of people never you know some people may never agree with what I say but hey it's an opinion and hey that's why we debate sports but y'all make sure y'all go to social media now y'all can go to my twitter at fatboyslim underscore 21 uh my name is on there Antoine Smith A-N-T-W-O-N uh, if y'all want to get my full slate of what I do, that's where I post all my stuff on Twitter. But you can go to my Instagram at uh, Antoine, A-N, the number two, W-O-N. Uh, go to my blog on WordPress.com. I have some great, very good topics on there that I give my personal opinion through a pen. Well, not a pen, but a keyboard. But y'all get where I'm going with that. But please go check out my Twitter because all my work is there. But that's my time for this episode. I greatly appreciate y'all tuning in. And again, thank you. This your boy Antoine Smith Smith signing off. I'll catch y'all on the flip side, my good people. Peace.